In this episode, I am having a conversation with Pastor Benson Aigbe, and we'll be talking about how to set and reach your 2021 goals, whether it's spiritual goals, financial goals, career goals, or family goals. We'll talk about dealing with some of the disappointment of the last year, moving forward from that and building something beautiful in the new year. And if we're just meeting for the first time, well, my name is Nia Adoreti. I want to thank you for joining me. And um, on this interview show, we share inspirational stories, practical tips on Christian spirituality, on living a successful life, and how to have the right mindset to succeed. So whether you're watching this live right now, catching the replay, whether listening on the audio podcast or listening um, live on YouTube, thank you for joining me. And do me a favor, please uh, click the like button, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel or to our audio podcast, leave us a comment or a review so we know um, how you, this is blessing you or if there are any other topics you want us to um, talk about. I'm looking forward to that. And also leave a comment um, below. Let us know where are you watching from right now, especially if you're watching this live. Let us know where you're watching from right now. I'm really excited to jump into this topic today. Um, we're looking forward to this. I hope you had a good year last year. And I'm looking forward to what 2021 has in store for us. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about my guest. I'm going to bring my guest up in a few seconds, but here is a little bit about my guest. Uh, my guest is Pastor Benson. He is a people developer, a strong believer in taking responsibility for the change that we want to see. He is the chief responsibility officer of the Secure the Future initiative. He is the visionary of the Reposition Summit. And he and his wife are senior leaders um, of Firm Foundation, which is a live development center based in Bini in um, Nigeria. And they really care about raising up leaders for global transformation. They want to help Christians grow spiritually. They want to help them live intentionally and also overcome every obstacle to winning in life and empowering people to become all that God has created them to be. And so just an incredible man that is full of wisdom. And I look forward to um, what he's going to share with us today. While we're waiting for our guests to join us, hey, leave me a comment. Where are you watching from? Tell me about your year. 2020 started with a, I mean, 2021 started with a big bang, right? It's only been, at the time of this recording, it's only been nine days um, into 2021. And already a lot of things has happened, right? just in the last nine days, wherever you are in the world right now. I, I live in Redding, California in the US, and just in the last nine days, we've had a lot of stuff happening. We're still dealing with the COVID-19 lockdowns and all that. The political stuff is going on, you know, if you're in Nigeria or you're in UK, wherever you're watching from, I'm very sure you have things going on in your part of the world. So my question to you is, how are you doing and how are you dealing with all of this? Here's the thing about stepping into a new year. We all, you know, last year, 2020, we all had dreams and goals and desires and looking forward to a new decade of things that we wanted to go after and achieve. And then, boom, stuff happened and Corona just hit us left, right and center. <laughs> and that, that was really shocking, right? I don't think any of us expected that. But it happened anyway. So what do we do? Um, we have to adjust to adjust life when masks quarantine, um, lockdowns, and ETC. And I'm very sure a lot of people's goals and desires were kind of affected. Some businesses lost income, or maybe had to let go of some of their staff, and some actually had to close down, which is actually really, really painful. And at the same time, some people did really well in in. 2020. I mean, for some people, it was actually a year of advancement and, and prosperity, and they actually made more than they would have last year, which is kind of shocking. The parallel between some people advancing and some people not doing very well. I wonder what boat you fell into. How do you feel coming into 2021? Um, knowing that you still want to dream and you want to go after the things that you feel like you're supposed to do, but still carrying the negativity of where you're coming from. Um, and the past year, and processing through that. Should we actually set goals? Is it actually important to set goals? Should we just roll with the tide, like, oh, whatever happened, case, or et What will be, will be, let's just go with the flow. Or should we actually be intentional about setting goals for the new year? 
and I can speak for myself, uh, you know, coming into 2021, I looked at the last couple of days of 2020 and I had to sit down and do a lot of processing about what, what do I want my new year to be like? Should I actually dream for the new year? Should I just let it go and just cruise into the year and see what happens? At least that's what 2020 was feeling like. And then, but I finally told myself, hey, I really have to dream. It's very important that I have a dream. It's very important that there is something to look forward to. Because the reality of life is if you don't have something that you're going after, if you don't have a picture of what you want your life to be like, you can end up just going with the flow. And the thing about the flow is the flow will take you anywhere the flow wants to go, which basically means there is no clear direction. Life is hard. Things happen to us that we sometimes don't think can happen. But the reality of it is if you make a choice that no matter what happens, I make a choice that I am going to keep moving forward. I'm going to dream. I'm going to think about the things, the promises that God has given me and the um, aspirations I have for my life. I am going to dream and keep moving forward. I believe that nothing, nothing can stop you um, from fulfilling the things that God has placed on your heart. So yeah, leave me a comment. What are your thoughts? I want to know what you are thinking. How are you approaching 2021? Are you setting goals? Are you, do you belong to the camp of those who just go with the flow? Whatever happens, happens. Or do you belong to the camp of those who just kind of just sit back and, you know, just wait for life to happen to them? What camp do you belong to? too awesome so um those are some of my thoughts right so my guess is having some technical difficulties right now so i'm sorry about the delay it's internet sometimes stuff happens and you, that you don't plan for i'm going to reach out to my guest in a second to just make sure that he's doing okay and see what is going on but here are some of my thoughts about setting goals in 2021 I think the first step personally is to be realistic. Be realistic about what can I do? What is possible for me to achieve? What is feasible? F-E-A-S-I-B-L-E. What is feasible? Because sometimes we step into the new year with an excitement of, oh, this is the year where things are going to happen for me. This is the year where I am going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. But sometimes we just have to be realistic about what can I actually go after this year. You might have to come to the point where you only choose one thing to focus on. Whether you have prophetic words that you feel like God has given you, promises that you've been holding on to for a long time, or you just feel like... um you have desires or you just don't even know what to do. The most important thing is to make sure that you have something in front of you that you are looking forward to. All right. So my guess is um, looks like we have been able to solve our technical difficulty. So we are ready to go. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us while we start out. Uh, some of the delays we're going to. I'm going to bring my guest up now and um, looking forward to this. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Pastor Benson. Hello, sir. Ah, thank you so much, Nii. So good to be here again. What a wonderful ah. thing you're doing. Um, following you and seeing all the interviews you've done um, so far concerning um, people that you have brought in here to encourage people and to give people hope, especially during the the the, the lockdown. I'm sure you are still going through the lockdown in Reading, and I <laughs> don't course. know when when that one will be over. Yep. God is helping yep. us here, uh, but um, we're praying for those that are sick. We're also praying that God will intervene because um, sickness is real, viruses are real, mm. bacteria are real, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. more real is the power of God. To yep. heal and to triumph over disease and sicknesses. Amen. Um, 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, we believe in God for just complete, complete restoration that things and, will and, work and out. People are, people are recovering. People are yep. um, testifying and just talking about how they have um, worked through. And um, we, sh we should hear more of those testimonies. It will bring about encouragement and hope to people who think that um, uh, people are not uh, connecting um, there. But God is really um, making people to recover from the the sickness and all, every other sickness too. <laughs> mm. Awesome. Thank you well, for having yes. me. Thank Absolutely. You. It's always a pleasure every time we get to have Thank this you. conversation. It's always a, always a fun, interesting, beautiful conversations. I really enjoy that. All right. So let us jump into it. Um, okay. All right. So we're talking about the topic of setting goals. Um, but let us backtrack a little bit and talk about the transition from the last year into the new year. Now, just like you said, 2020 was a beautiful and also a painful year. I mean, it just it's almost like, I mean, I, I think of myself, I came into the year considering the fact that it's the beginning of a new decade. So I was thinking about the next 10 years and the things I want to do the next 10 years. And 2020 is going to be the first step of building something for the next 10 years. And then boom, stuff happened. You know, coronavirus came, lockdown, shelter in place. And so it's like, it's almost that, I've been to reset your mind. Like, is it? Do we even need to set goals again? Considering the fact that last year we all probably had um, goals and things that we wanted to do, and suddenly things just kind of um, threw us on a loop. What, what do you think? What's that, that dealing with that transition from the last year into the new year? Why should we bother setting goals? Is, is that even important? <laughs> you see, um, whether you like it or not, goals are. Um, I'm a pastor, so I will take it um, from where I take my inspiration from, from the Word of God, from the Bible. And everybody does it. God, um, planning is not bad because um, uh, people say, oh, why would I plan because I uh, planned last year and mm. things did not work out well. God does it. God said he knows the plans he has towards us. He also mm -hmm. said that uh, it's not a God of disorder of peace mm -hmm. he plans mm -hmm. and if god plans then we need to plan uh, the whole world the way the systems you have different systems governing the world in fact look at your body there are systems that are governing about 12 systems governing your body the circulatory system the skeletal system and every other system reproductive respiratory and every mm -hmm. other system that the nervous system that covers your body and go and we and they they, they work in in, in uh, alignment and mm -hmm. your body is healthy when there is a when there's a distortion, that's when you have disease. There's disease in it. And also, God commands us to plan. He commands us to plan. Instead, we should make our plans, counting on Him to direct us. The reason why uh, people think about planning is that they have made planning a goal, a God. They have they have mm -hmm. only talked about only their plans. But there is something about it that says, make your plan, but count on me to direct your path. You see, so many things happen, and, and uh, people think, oh, the gospel will be uh, will be truncated. People are not meeting again. I, I'm on for the physical meeting. We we have to do that. Physical meeting. There is something that happens when people gather together. There is something that we we, we may not be able to put our hands on uh, right now. What happens when we meet together? Mm -hmm. But the, the, we all have other things that facilitates it. The media now. There are so many prayer meetings going on on social media right now. It's as if you stop the physical gathering, which has not fully stopped because you have reduced us to a place of strength where two or three are gathered in his name. Mm. People are now meeting in their homes. Uh, husbands and wife are strengthening their prayer life right now because mm. they are there. Children are now, fathers and mothers are now teaching their children the biblical basis. So there is strength. The last year was the first time after Exodus that everybody was indoor during passover wow so there That's was amazing. something that was going on mm. so families were in the indoors during passover and that means that fathers needed now there, there was no work now no going anywhere you now need to begin to teach biblical values and we, we may not be able to understand what has happened there until 
will get towards another year. So somebody will now tell you, during the lockdown, this is what I learned from my father. This is what I learned from my mother during the mm -hmm. lockdown and everything. But you must understand that people made their plans, but it was now easier. I, uh, in, uh, in some churches now, people, they, they had plans to do some things. And when it was not going on well, God redirected them. We have mm -hmm. people praying now every day, 5.30, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and people are gathering. You find out that they will, you have a lot of gathering to pray right now, even physically, if there was a physical meeting. Now, they, we now still have on-site, as they have opened up specifically. In my city, mm -hmm. we were so privileged that the lockdown was did not completely lock down the churches. We still had at, at least privilege of 20 people going and still coming. And mm. uh, we, we uh, people were the prayer houses were open and people were praying. We needed 20 people, no maximum. So people were coming to pray. So you must understand that it was because there was a plan. There was a plan to have a prayer house. There was a plan to 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 pray every day. There was a plan to do that. Now because there was no, uh, we only knew that it was physical. When it was time for lockdown, then God directed our path. God directed our path. It may even shock you that. During those those period, we had uh, stable electricity. It was shocking. It was shocking to understand. People had 20 hours, and it has even gone now. People are still having 20 hours of light in some of the areas in my city. Wow. It has never happened before. And so you find out that we need to make our plans. Nobody planned for the pandemic. But mm. you see, the pandemic or the lockdown did not take God by surprise. If we were mm. able to, to turn and face the Lord, what will happen is that he will give us something that eyes have never seen before. And people actually came. People were breaking communion over the internet. People were, people, uh, uh, people had to uh, do, I, I, I know people that did their, their father's burial, they were not around, but they had live stream. And uh -huh. they, 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 they didn't need to, um, their money was conserved in, 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 that, uh -huh. in that reality. Uh -huh. But you must understand that planning is biblical, planning is of God. God commands it. And you know what? He also tells us that we should do it. He commands it. And also planning is about good stewardship. You cannot be a good steward if you do not plan. And he made that clear in Ephesians 5, 15 to 17, that we should live life with sense of responsibility. We should mm -hmm. live life with sense of responsibility. And your plans may not go the way you plan it. But when you count on God, I can tell people, it's easier for God to direct somebody that has a plan than somebody that doesn't have a plan. Because mm -hmm. even when God is speaking, you may not even know that this is where he's taking you to. So when you have a plan, and, and a plan, because we must get it clearly, because the plan is not based that Nii is doing something, so I have to think, oh, this is what Nii is doing, I just need to copy Nii and do that. No, the mm. plan is based on everything that proceeds out of the mouth of God, something that sticks into your heart, something that was prophesied over you. I say, okay, this is the time. Then you now wait for the Lord to say, okay, this is the time. Or even if you don't even get the right timing, when you are doing something, maybe you are going it the wrong way, but sincerely in your heart, you are following him. What will happen is that it will take you to the right step. And that means if you are going south, you find yourself that you are going, you will be north because in your heart, you are, you are sincerely following him but you are taking the wrong step but this is what is in your heart not because you want to do something uh, do something like selfish ambition but because you really want to sincerely follow him and you find out that apostle paul did that he said i want to go to this place the holy spirit stopped me i wanted to go to this place this mm. stopped me then i had a dream that said somebody said come over to macedonia and help us that he now knew that that was the place to go yeah, mm. you, you must understand this and all true scriptures is all this wow that's that's a really powerful points and I, I love how you're weaving in the practical and also the spiritual and and it's like it takes both actually because planning is actually really good it's actually good to sit down and think through uh, practically yeah. what do i want to do systems actually help us move forward even in the church systems are what helped us to be able to change strategy uh, from you know, if we can't meet physically, we have to come up with a new system of still creating connection for people. And I guess my, my question before we go into some of the practical of set goal setting is um, now for some people that maybe I mean there there's some people that when it comes to um, practical things like goal setting, 
Um, some people are very practical. It comes easy to them. They can just sit down, write stuff down. They don't have to think about anything. And for some people, um, it doesn't come naturally. And then there are those who lean a lot towards the spiritual, like God has to tell me this is what I'm going to do. Like I have to have a dream, a vision, or whatever. Um, how do you how do you find the balance of the two? Being practical, but not obviously like Proverbs says, don't lean on your own understanding, um, even though understanding is important. But finding the balance of being practical and thinking um, strategically about what I want to do with my life and also making sure I'm, I'm connecting to God about my goals. I'm listening to his voice and he's also leading me as I'm doing stuff. What do you think? What's your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, many people think that um, um, spirituality will not make you a practical person. And I said there's nothing so there's nothing so uh, true about that. Maybe people became religious about it. What mm. we need to do was um, in, in our prayer, in our worship time, God impresses in our heart. He said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. In that delighting, it's like you are you are you are having a, a koinonia with God. You are having intercourse with Him. He mm. takes away your inadequacies and gives you His dream, uh, and mm. then He now celebrates you for the dream He has given you. You must understand one thing that um, they, they say God is able to do exceeding abundantly more than we can ever imagine, according to the power that is at work within us. And He now said that all things work together for the good of them who love Him, who are called according to His purpose according to his purpose. We don't have a purpose. We have mm. his purpose. We must understand mm. that. His purpose now become our purpose. Those who are called according to his purpose is that God is, uh, that, that those are the people that all things will work together for his good. No doubt, in our work with him, we might miss it. So maybe this is what happened. Let's take, for example, my hero in the Bible, and, uh, and I, I see that because God let me read that person and see what he did. And I have a prophetic quote concerning that. It's Nehemiah. Nehemiah had the word. This is the thing that is going on in my nation. These are the things that is going on in my nation. And I needed to do. The first thing he did was not to criticize, not to go to social media and, 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 and blast all the political leaders of his city. But it was, he, he received it. His heart was broken and he wept. He wept, then he went into prayer. He went into prayer for, for, for a month. He went into prayer for 40 days, 21 days or so, and he, he there he was he was actually interceding. What we do we do? There must be something to be done. This is a political leader serving a, mm -hmm. a, a great king in captivity now, but he's the highest highest uh, public servant of the day as a cup bearer. He gets to mm -hmm. for the king, and the only thing he did at that practical point was not to be intellectual. But to, to turn to the Lord and say there is something to do. And he wept. I believed and he, he repented on behalf of the people that he that has done wrong. He did what is called identification repentance. Mm. And in doing that, he took responsibility for what was happening in the nation. He took responsibility as if he was the one that did it. Then we are now in that position. And that's what uh, God recommended in Second Chronicles 7, 14, that if my people will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. He turned from that and turned to the Lord. And I believe then he prayed a simple prayer. And that was the prayer, Lord, grant me favor. It's in the midst of that 21 days he was now praying. I believe that the, the right prayer was grant me favor in the sight of the king because the king is seven is for them to destroy the building the, 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 the wall there was the one that put it down and he said grant me favor and i felt that in the time of prayer he was thinking through what are the problems what are the things and it was shown in chapter two where the king said why are you sad why are you sad and he now laid down the plan what was the plan he told him this is what he needed to do and I believe that it was the place of prayer and the place of thinking through it because you see, God is able to do exceedingly uh, uh, more than we can ever ask or think. Ask or think. Our, our, our asking with our voice is powerful. Our thought also is uh, think the right thoughts because your mm. thought also sends waves into the atmosphere, it sends mm. waves for angelic activities. So you have to think the right thought, you have to think the thoughts of heaven. And so he taught it through and he laid a plan before the king. He laid down the plan before the king. So you are you are doing uh you are you are 
praying does not mean you are not thinking. I believe that prayer activates your thought life. Prayer activates mm. your thought. You can't be talking to the God who, 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 who created this word and not be sharp. You can't. You can't. And so in your prayer time, you are thinking time, you are praying in tongues, your, your mind is activated to know the things that God wants you to do. And at that point in time, he taught through, these are the things that my nation is going through. These are the things I need to get to, to do. And the rest, they say, is history because he put down everything he needed to do and now set goals, set mm. goals. But first of all, he turned to the Lord. He turned mm. to the Lord. He turned to the Lord. Nations should turn to the Lord. Leaders should turn to the Lord. The resources are scarce. Many nations. They even say in my nation there is depression. And I said, no, it cannot be depression here because why we are here. So we need to turn to the Lord. Not because we are proud, but because we trust in God, not in our intellect, not in our achievements, not in our uh, 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 oil or something, or because we, have, we, are, we, are, we are people, we are highly disadvantaged. But you see, our sons are coming from afar. And we believe that. They will come and they will build systems. But let's go back to the other side. So he got the downloads from heaven and presented it to the, to, to, to the king. Because all throughout the project, you will see that there were obstacles. Whether you like it or not, if you go through the project, uh, you will see he was being attacked. He was wanted to be distressed, he, um, mm -hmm. distracted. He was being maligned. His name was about to... Uh, 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 he, there was a scandal that wanted to erupt, that they, they threatened a scandal against him. And finally, mm -hmm. they threatened him with, even with death. All this to me are pandemic. They are lockdowns. Mm. True. But in the midst of the pandemic, you will see simple one-line prayer that he will pray. And before mm. you know it, his hand will be strengthened. There will be something. Mm. There was a time he said, everybody hold a, a, a weapon in one hand, and another person hold, uh, you hold the building materials in one hand. So with one hand, you will build. There was a time he said, when they attack us in this place, you come and help us. When they attack you, you come and help us. He laid out a plan. He said, start from your house, the place that is broken near your house. These are things that is not, it was not, there was no, there was nowhere he went to a business school. There was no place he, he learned it. In the, uh, like I told people, I said, prayer is strategy. Prayer is strategy. The only thing is that most times when we pray, we get prophetic word. We actually do nothing. We don't do anything and we just uh, we keep on repeating it and say 20 years ago it was given to us 20 years ago oh. no in the prophecies and prayers and answers to prayer instructions given and you need to work it out now no doubt you may make mistakes and that's why we count on him to now guide us we have a guide no doubt when you a child is working your children when they start working they will make mistakes but you are not there to punish them you are not there to shame them to tell them that they can never walk again you are there to encourage them that they can do it and that's how god does to this he's the one that gives us his purpose he's the one that gives us the resources and as we are doing it he's cheering us up and when we fall he will raise us up he will bring people around us to help us and do that as we listen to his voice that is what it's all about that's so good that's so good a lot i mean you mentioned so many things i was trying to take notes as you were talking and um, I, I just love I love the story of Nehemiah that you mentioned because he was a political leader. He was like very close to the king, you know, and serving at a higher level. At the same time, he had this trust in the God in God. And when he was confronted with this tough situation, the bad news of what was going on in his nation, which was actually a pandemic, like you said, um, his first reaction, obviously, he was bitter. He was sad. He was broken. You know, but the first thing he did was to go into a place of prayer, which is really powerful for a political leader to just spend time praying. And it's almost like brings me to that scripture, Proverbs 3, which is one of my favorite scriptures. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding, all your ways and yeah. knowledge him. Which is beautiful that it's almost like there's just principles that God has given us, right? That hey, <laughs> um, like you said, prayer is strategy. And becoming yeah. strategic is actually very important. I love what you mentioned that you should pray and think through it. As you pray, you are thinking because God is speaking to your intellect as you pray. And you're writing them down, what is downloading to you. But it's like we cannot overemphasize just the importance of the spiritual aspect of goal setting. It's actually almost like it's even more important than the strategic side. Like actually taking time to sit down and pray and and talk with him. That, that is so, so powerful. 
and it's amazing how that's such a powerful concept um um one one thought i was thinking through while you were speaking is um two two things i'll take one after the other but the first one is so for somebody who is trying to figure out okay so you tell me to pray i don't even know how to pray about my goals <laughs> what are some what are, what are some easy baby steps for okay this is how you can actually sit down and pray to god about the dreams and the goals that he has for your life what are some practical steps you can give someone that has no idea where to start from okay uh, one is sincerity of heart mm. the sincerity of heart you you um, um, is to come before him and say you see i know you are all-knowing you're all knowing. I don't have a plan. I don't have a clue of where I am. Like I tell people, this is your first attempt at life, and this is your last. You are not mm. video game that has a spare life, and and he has is the one that has is the alpha and the omega. So mm -hmm. you come before him and say that I'm stranded. There is nothing. And I'll give you an example because people do not this. I was talking to an executive director of an insurance company, um, himself. Uh, uh, um, uh, a, a pastor and he was given a target and the target was um, the, the board said if they could meet this target it's okay they could mm. meet this target it's okay and um, before the end of the year they were doing 200% of that target Wow! and I asked him what did he do he said you know what I didn't do anything it was the same thing I was doing the only thing is that I took the target before the Lord and said you know what you are the one that has strategy these are practical Things. I'm not talking about something. That's mm. the office when the work office was not opened. They the when the office was opened before they were not doing that. The office mm. was not open and how do and he said you, you did that. He did that with what is a, a friend who also believed in the efficacy of prayer and said we are mm. not open. We are not doing this thing. I'm I'm in charge of this thing. I need to bring more business. Now he laid the, the, the plan before God on the altar and then before God and said, God help me. There is nothing we we'll do. And before you know it. The people that were not doing business before came up. People increased their business in that time. This is insurance. Mm. We are not used to insurance. If it's if it's a, a word like you, yours, then we'll be talking about this. Mm -hmm. That same place, they also increased salaries with 20% in the year of the wow. pandemic. What, what, what is going on? These are practical. Mm. So I'm, I'm just giving you an example so that you, mm -hmm. okay, I will not put concept because people think that Christianity is a concept. It's not a concept. It's practical. It's not a set of beliefs. It's relationship. And so if I come before him, lay down and say, I don't have a plan of my own. Whether you like it or not, Nehemiah, let's look at it clearly. Nehemiah was close to the king, so there was no need for prayer. Mm. No need for prayer. He could have gone to meet the king and say, you know what? I've been serving you this and everything. Just give me this favor. Give me this thing to go and build my house. And maybe he would have gotten it. But maybe also he would have been killed. Why come and do something that I have stopped before? that Ezra could not even complete for 72 years. It was not built. And you see, there was a speed and recovery. And that's what, and that's what I want to speak to somebody here today. There's, there will be a recovery, what was lost. I don't know who I'm talking to. What was lost last time, last year? There will be so much recovery for people this year. So much recovery. I just had that download right now, and I needed to speak it. For. Mm -hmm. What was not completed in, in 70 something years, Nehemiah completed it in 52 days. What happened? Mm -hmm. There is that empowerment that comes in place of prayer with sincerity of heart. He stayed before God and knew that he needed to get downloaded. Two, he thought it through and presented the plan before the before uh, uh, the king. He set his priorities. He set a goal and set a deadline for it and set a time frame and asked for the provision he needed. All these are thing mm. to thing. Mm. So these are practical realities that we need. And as you begin to think about something and put something in paper, what, what happens is that he needs you to take a step. As you take a step, you open other things for you. Mm. And it will bring it to you. It won't show you all the picture. You will be scared. Because of where it's taken to. If it showed Joseph the whole picture of how to get to the palace, Joseph would not go. And it was only after Joseph got to the palace that we can now look at the steps. If Joseph knew the steps, he won't take it. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So as we trust him, he unveils plans to us. I hope I've been able to answer that oh. in a practical way. <laughs> that is so good. I loved, I loved the practical. I mean, you said some things that I wanted to recap because those were powerful. One, you said prayer with sincerity of heart. Like just a sincerity of coming and the example of Neymar you gave, the example of um, Joseph. Um, another example I just thought of was um, Ezekiah, King, <clears throat> excuse me, King Ezekiah. Was it Ezekiah Joseph? There was a king when he was confronted with an army and they were going to come to destroy his country. And he just took, and the, the um, enemy actually wrote him a letter letting him know, I am coming to destroy <laughs> your country. And, it, and, he, and, and and the Bible said he went to the temple and he took, he laid the uh, letter before the Lord and he prayed. Yeah. And it's from that place that God actually gave him a strategy of, I want you to put the singers in front, which is what he did. And then boom, suddenly they had victory. So I, I love that sincerity of heart. It's not going to God trying to come up with what to say. It's like just talking to him about, hey, God, here is the problem I have, and I just need help. I need you to give yeah, me yeah, wisdom yeah. on what to do. Yeah. I love that you said that. And then I love that you said after he prayed and he had a plan, he presented his plan, and he had a deadline. He took a step, even when he wasn't sure what was going to happen. He took a step anyway because he knew he had prayed, he had thought it through, he had written stuff down, and he was ready to take a step of faith. Those are like really practical, practical steps that I thought were really good. Thank you so much for sharing um, those. Uh, my, my second question, follow up to that, was okay, so I have prayed. Um, I feel like I have some ideas of what I'm supposed to do. Some of them might scare me. I'm trying. I'm trying to take a step. Um, I'm trying to take a step forward now, but I am. I am afraid. I am scared. I'm scared of disappointment. Maybe because I've been disappointed before. What if this doesn't work out? How do you deal with that fear of disappointment? Even what you've done all the necessary steps, you th you feel like you have a plan. You have goals for the year, the things you want to do, and suddenly the reality of, oh my God, one maybe these are two big dreams that I probably cannot do. Two, what if another pandemic happens, like twenty twenty happened, or something on a Saturday happened, like what about twenty twenty? Should I even move forward? How do you deal with that fear, and and step above that and just go forward anyway? Yeah, yeah. You see. Um... Every, every person that have achieved does not mean that they are not afraid. Even Jesus was afraid. He looked at the severity, the severity of it, and um, the severity of being cut off from the presence of God was there. He cried out on the cross, "Why have you forsaken me?" Mm. And, uh, and you must understand that that was the most painful part of it for the Father to leave him, because. The, the father coming to him at that point being with him will destroy him because sin is volatile to the holiness of God. Mm. And so he, he became what you see every time, every time people want to do things, um, they, they need that courage. Mm. Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is not the absence of fear. We need to pray for boldness. <coughs> Excuse me. We need to pray for boldness. <clears throat> we need to pray that God will help us. Because you see, to do something great, you, you must see yourself as a grasshopper. Excuse me. Mm. You might see yourself as a grasshopper. And uh, you may think that people are, 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 are looking at you like that. Same thing the, the 10 spies said. So we must, we must come to that place where we will say, and, uh, say, Lord, I pray for boldness, I pray for this, but I have to advance forward. Because you see, the, the four lepers said, he said, if we stay here, we will die. Mm. If we go forward, we will die. Um, we will rather die trying than do nothing. Mm. At least when you get to meet the maker, you say, at least I tried. Mm -hmm. I tried. I did something. And you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, God will applaud you for your for, for doing something that uh, in terms of obeying him, uh, not about the achievement, the sense of your faithfulness, being there. Because success in the kingdom is not about the achievements, it's about being faithful to what you have been called. Hmm. It's, it, it, it's being faithful to your purpose because your significance is not tied to what you have achieved. Your significance is tied to your identity. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. And so 
yeah, be faithful to your purpose. You may not achieve it. In fact, looking at the hallmark Hebrews uh, 11, you will find out that people that even believe that they don't get the promise we applauded. Why? Because you see me, uh, what you are doing here today is, an, is activation for the next generation. You may not be able to complete the vision of encouraging media, but you will, you will, you will, you will, you will, you will, you will plant it, you will run it, and set a foundation to be able to pass on the baton for somebody to carry it through, so that generations that you may never see may be encouraged by you. Mm. So good. Yeah. So good. So good, sir. It's like thinking beyond thinking beyond yourself, thinking beyond your immediate now. It's like I'm building yeah. something. I'm, I'm I'm pursuing a goal, a dream that God has given me that I may not even see the end of it. But I'm building it for the next generation to continue from where I have stopped. That's such a powerful Thank mindset. You. And that's what that's what gives us it's almost like when you look at all the people we admire in the scriptures or in the Bible. It's like that's how they live their lives. David David was fighting battles so that his, his sons won't have to fight those battles. Thank you. And David didn't see the temple. He didn't get to build the temple. He actually didn't see the temple Solomon built. He, he, he <laughs> way after he had gone. But he, he, David started the process of that build up. Without David, Solomon wouldn't build that temple. Thank isn't that it's vision, so powerful yeah. <laughs> that's such a powerful <laughs> thought I, I love that so so uh, uh i think gracious uh uh greatness is talking am i supposed to have a full strategy like nehemiah or am i supposed to continue to pray until i receive a full strategy nehemiah mm. never received full strategy he never received a true strategy mm. no he, he got he, he got a part of it because when he got to the land he saw many problems there were there were now attempts at his life. There was now a, a bit to distract him, and so he never received. So on the go, on the go, you will one or two steps. Take it. Look at what David said in the, in one of his songs. He said, "The word, your word, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path." Two things are very important there. Your word mm. is a light on my. It's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Two ways. A lamp to my feet is that you just have faith enough to take one or two steps because it's a lamp. It's not so much. The, mm. But a light will show about 200 steps or something. And when he was writing this thing, there was no flashlight. There was no infrared uh, uh, red light at all. Something it was the light that India is there. So to take one or two steps, and as you take one or two steps, other two steps will open to you. So just follow through like that. If it gives you, it might mean that, okay, I know somebody who was who said, who came to give a testimony in our, in our family house one time. And it said, I, 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 I was doing a, I was training to, to be, to go into Montessori. And this woman, she doesn't really have flair for it, but she just had flair to start, uh, 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 not really flair. Somebody said, I'm thinking, uh, said, make more money for me. Make more money for me. More money is uh, mm. the bean uh, um, uh, cake. thing you grind Some beans and bean cake and mm -hmm. everything. So, and she just did it. And the woman said, oh, fantastic. You know how to do this. And that's how the idea came. She never saw oh, there's one I need to make more money and everything. Today she's called more money woman in Lagos and she's, <laughs> she's making more money. And how did wow. this start? She went to the school she left and was outside telling people that she says my mom was carrying it and that's how they started buying it wow. those are the one or two steps today she's doing it in, in an industrial way and everything and supplying people more and more and every other thing has come so they are now they are moved from that moment selling to a full-scale industrial uh, catering arm you see that wow. step one step at a time two steps many a times we want to pray to get a full picture no it cannot be like that if god shows you the big full picture you will not be able to stand from your bed because mm. the fear will be too much. The one mm. he has given to you now, you are afraid. What about if he now gives you everything? <laughs> <laughs> so the one, when you take one or two steps and you meet obstacle, what will happen is that you, you are building tenacity, you are building courage. When the next one comes, you will now say to yourself, if he can take care of the bear, if he can take care of the lion, this bloody Philistine, he can help me to take it. Mm. Wow, so good, so good. Yep, if God shows you the full picture, you'll be afraid. That's so true. God is so gracious that He shows us just a little bit, <laughs> just a tiny bit. What we can, it gives us enough that we can 
that we can do. I and then when we down. when we take this step, it starts to unfold, lead to right, lead to right, lead to. That is so powerful. Wow. Oh man. Um let's see, one more question. And then if I might look in the comments if there's any questions. If you have any questions, feel free to post in the comments if you have any questions for Pastor Benson. Um man, this is so good. I'm thinking so we've talked about praying, we've talked about um praying with sincerity of heart, we've talked about writing down the um on the plans, the things that the downloads you receive, we've talked about um um not waiting for a full strategy, just starting with the idea that drops in your mind and then just going from there and taking that first step. Um, so yeah. now let's say we are, it's the middle of, let's project into the middle of the year. I'm in the middle of the year. I have started the, the year with some goals, with some things I feel like I wanted to do or that God has given me to do. I'm in the middle of the year. I'm starting to feel the exhaustion come in I'm starting to feel distracted from what what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm trying to find direction again. Um, what do you do when you're in that middle place? Because sometimes the starting is easy. That middle ground is where it starts to get shaky. Where like I'm trying to focus on this goal, <laughs> but it's not it's not as easy as it was when I first started. How do you keep moving forward when you start feeling yourself getting yourself feeling stuck in that middle place where you're not sure if you can keep going? Yes, um, you see, when you, you men are good starters but bad finishers, and that's why mm. we have a lot of abandoned projects. Uh, mm. um, so what what will happen is that you start up with faith, with faith. That's what most people first start up. They're enthusiastic. There's faith. Then uh, you now begin to see favor in your life. Uh, things are happening. But you see, when you get to another part, which is like the, the third uh, leg, let's look at it at like a four, uh, four by 100 meters relay race. There is the there is the, the faithfulness that you start off with faith. You have a good starter starting off. Mm -hmm. Then it hands over to the second person and this thing. But there's a person that will have to take the third leg. The third leg is the bend. Is that bend? And that's where mm. we, that's where the middle of the, of the, uh, uh, like almost the, uh, towards the end or uh, the three quarter mark towards the uh, finish line. You see, most, if you look at most athletic people, they don't put the, the most, the fastest person there. No, they put the most experienced person there. Mm. Yeah, the most experienced who can take the bend, who, can, who has the skill for that. Same thing. You see, at this stage where you are, you are, you are weary. That's when David said, to the rock that's higher than I." That's when David needed a prophet in his life. He has. Mm. David always had prophets in his life who will speak into his life, mentors. That's where you look for him. That that mentor who will come and take your hand. These are the people that have been through the trenches. You you need to speak with them. Don't ask them what is in their hand just listen to them go there and listen to them it may be a seminar they are doing it may be a, uh, their book take it so refresh yourself to get that downloads you need for that and it it, it it got them maybe i'll give you a practical reality when i left the banking industry and i knew oh, i needed to come into ministry just like you left london you left everything and you came to the u.s and this is what you call uh i i, I said okay let me go into teaching uh, be a lecturer Maybe the income from there will sustain and everything. But after two years, I knew. But in that place, I have been able to work with young people, teenagers were there, who uh, has trained me in where I am today in terms of looking mm. at their, their 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 problems and everything and still being this uh, still being there. So I took that those two years as a learning ground for ministry, a breeding ground for ministry to redefine my character. To, to stay in that place. And I was also hooked on to a mentor who was guiding me through the thing. In those years I had in, there was no, fi the finances were low. I was coming from a, a place of high finances to a place of very low finances. And sometimes I needed to pray to even have gas in my, in my car. But you mm. must understand that people took my hands. I, I, I read books. I stayed with my, my, my spiritual father who took me by his hand, who taught me about the kingdom concept of money and how you need to, to, to stay focused. That is just for a while. Stay on, in God. 
you don't need to stop giving. This is the time you need to keep on giving, even mm. with the little you have. You don't you don't stop you don't stop being generous with that. And you find out that it took time, but in that place there was this process. There was this uh, uh, the taproot system that will develop in you as you face those difficult situations you navigate. It's at this point that you may not see fruitfulness, but you find out that. If you really stay, you find that that God is doing something in you that the world may not be able to see yet. It that is where the challenge comes because He will build success in you before He builds success without you, outside of you. And if you can do that, it is that point you have what is called the drought season. Doubt you, you, you then in that drought season, then you start developing taproot to get water, and so that when you have fruitfulness, you will not be top heavy. Your your mm-hmm. your routine system can the house the 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 fruit that is on you on you. You know, one time I was I was driving towards uh, from Sacramento to Reading. I saw some palm fruits. The the wind has blown them down, and I said, "How could yeah. this be?" And they said they were hybrid, so they grow on time and they produce on time. But their roots mm-hmm. their root system is not so much. And maybe it's to encourage somebody here today that when you get your prayers answered too quickly, you may have in, in some areas you may develop some shallow roots, and uh, you may not be able to withstand some uh, when uh, the blessings and the favor of comes your way in future. You may fall because you do have not developed that fruit of the spirit to warehouse the blessings that God is releasing your way. So if mm. you're at the middle of the year and things are not going nowhere, turn to the Lord, look for counsel, and don't look for counsel with the ones that will cancel you out of destiny because of your pain. Look for the one who will cancel you in spite of your pain into your destiny. Mm. Because in the multitude of counselors, there is safety, but you find out that they may not be destiny there. Because the people that love you Cancer. Imagine you the, going through that stuff in the US and I saw you going through those things. Maybe so, mm. if somebody has cancer, you need you forget about this thing, go back to this thing. And they, they love you. You mm. would have gone back and this thing, but I sure you won't have had encourage me, encouraging me here today. Mm. At all. At all. I won't have met you at all. Mm. Won't have been doing sure. this at all. Uh, you 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 have developed something. So in future you will tell people, you know what? I don't believe in money. I believe in provision because it was not the money you are going to. It was just one day at a time. God will provide here. God will provide. And I saw it that God will provide whether it's just 200 naira somebody gives me as an offering, as, as an, uh, just on, to honor me 200 naira. 200 naira was so big that time. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and somebody coming to meet me and telling me, okay, there's a, it's a job uh, interview you need to go to tomorrow. And this was Sunday in the church. And said, mm. and and I, I, my money was low then, and I, I went to go back and do some this thing. But a prophet, I just finished preaching at church that day. I saw him in that same church, and he looked at me and said, "Can God is telling me, can I not give you this money in a day?" Mm. Now I can assure you that that money did not come in one year, two years. <laughs> but that word, <laughs> because sometimes. Sometimes you get prayer and immediately the answer comes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get a prophetic word. Ah, my God. Oh, oh, good Lord. You're still praying to have it. And you, that's mm-hmm. where you develop your tap, your routine system. Good system. Yep. Yeah. So good, Pastor Benson. So good. Wow. wow. Just to recap again. So problem is people start with faith and then they kind of they move into, lose their faith they move into yeah. something else in the in the middle uh, so yeah, start for, with faith. frustration frustration sets in frustration After, yep. yeah yeah faith there is no fruitfulness there's no frustration mm. that would, if they are not careful looking at frustration they may not finish well mm. so good such a good word it's like don't focus on the frustration just focus on yeah. the faith and then yeah, i love on what you said about the one that commissioned you yeah and i love how you said about mentors um i've I've a mentor someone that you can listen to someone that is speaking truth into your life reading books um so you can feed yourself and i love what you said about in those dry seasons just as seasons when god is doing something 
in you that you cannot see, the world cannot see, but what he's doing is he's building a deep root system inside you. And I love how you, I love the uh, picture of the palm tree you gave, that summer hybrid, which is, they grow so fast, and but they, are, they don't have a deep root system, so they just fall. But the ones that have a deep root system are the ones that grow tall and they are there forever until someone cuts it down. Such a good yeah. word. That, that is so so powerful just in, in rounding in rounding off um just um like a one minute encourage, encouragement to everyone who's watching or people are going to watch after um as far as the new year just what what's what do you what are you sensing for this year as far as an encouragement to help people keep moving forward no matter what yeah this um i feel your uh, disposition this year no matter what mm. should be the disposition of three things that will make you expand your capacity and engage with any situation whether the situation is good bad or ugly is having one a disposition of rejoicing always that joy coming up and it's the fruit of the spirit a disposition of praying without ceasing and being in the position of giving thanks no matter what you find yourself that should be our constant position in terms of engaging things because as you as you stay in this thing, even if there's a problem that comes, because the the, the, the kingdom is it, to thought is felt peace and joy, because you have it on the inside, there is that transformation you can bring to any situation. You will be able uh -huh. to see solutions where there is problem, where uh -huh. others cannot see it. Because one, your amygdala, there's a part of your brain behind amygdala. In that amygdala, if you are afraid or if something threatens you, that amygdala will tell you whether to freeze, to flight, mm. or to fight. Mm. And these three things. And if it uh, if it does it to you, that's why you see somebody flying from a three-story building because he heard the word thief or mm. robbery. And he doesn't wow. know whether it's a prey fool or something. He just that thing grabs it and takes away. He cannot think from his cere from his from his uh frontal lobe anymore. He takes mm. away his, his his thinking. What I feel that these three things will do for you is to hijack the amygdala with faith that it's not about running it's not about, it's about staying put and understanding that i need to now reason where air will come into oxygen will go into my frontal loop for, for good reason so that i can engage the situation what i retain to your finances finances mm. is good to plan in fact the bible talks about in the old um, in the in the law about three types of tithes that even the business is now using the tithe to the lord the tithe to yourself and the tithe to the poor these are the mm. these are the these are the tithe they use for business now that they, oh there's one you give for charity there's one you save and your others so the financial principles but you see financial principles failed this year to, to some extent because people did not plan for the pandemic i didn't mm. plan for the pandemic and not an expert in the pandemic but we must be an expert in God. That means that mm. if I make my plans and it fails, I go to him again. Because he did not create me to fail. He didn't create me for pain. My pain will not bring pleasure to him. He created He will download another one even if I miss the first one. Is, mm. that, is that good? Is that good? He's a good, good father. And so mm. that position I want to I want to leave with you today. Rejoice always. First Thessalonians 5 16, 17, and 18. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. Let this be our position all the time. It will open you up to new realities. It will open you up to realities that eyes have not seen, people have not seen. And that's where they, they ask the many uh, wealthy people, even in your country in the U.S., and ask them and said, we have seen you lose money and you come back. And they, and they said, how did this happen? They made a statement which is very good. He said, "We did not have, we did not become uh, rich by having money, well, we did not become wealthy by having money. We were wealthy. That's why money came." Wow. So it's a position. When you are rejoicing all the time, praying with us and giving thanks, you become a magnet, a magnet of things. People will walk up to you. There's that condition. There's that uh, countenance you display. That just like Anna displays her countenance change. She went to Shiloh, she was praying all the time. But this last time, she got the word and she went home and the Bible specifically said her countenance changed. That means before she was praying, but she was not rejoicing. She was praying, but not giving thanks. <laughs> mm. And mm. 
it didn't affect our containers. The prayer, prayerful people and believers are supposed to be most joy people on the face of the earth. It doesn't matter what is going on. They just know that God has given us spiritual dominion. And it's all about having spiritual dominion. And every other thing will come crawling in. You, will, you if whether you lost money, whether you are, uh, things are not working out well, you will find that, that that you will excel. You will excel. You will lose money. You will gain it back. Why? Because real wealth is portable. Real wealth yeah. is portable. You can take the person anywhere. The wealth will come by. It's on the inside. It's from the inside. It's on the inside. Yeah. So good, Pastor Benson. Thank you for that encouragement. Guys, remember that. Rejoice always. Pray without season in everything. Give thanks. As you go through this new year, just try to make that your disposition. No matter what comes your way. Always rejoice. Let your response be always be rejoicing. Let your response be always giving thanks. And let your response be prayer. If a plan is not working, like Pastor Benson said, let's go back to God and ask him for a new download. He is good enough to give us something new. This has been such a pleasure. I'm so thankful. Thank you for everyone who joined us live. Dio Stabian, thank you so much for your comments. And thank you. Um, yeah, Dio, it's a great guy. Yeah, that's Dio, my cousin. We have, is the, uh, okay, gracious greatness. Yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah, and oh, then there is okay, okay, thank you for joining us. Such a blessing. Yeah, okay, everyone, with our family. Yay. That Everyone. Us, yeah. Awesome. Everyone's gonna watch this replay. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Thank I'm so gonna much. be I do this every week, so feel free to like, subscribe, share this with somebody if this is blessing you. And I look forward to seeing you next broadcast. Peace. Peace. Shalom. Thank you so much.